Vintage Sustainability, a podcast where Gordon and John look back at 20... So we continue our conversation with Peter Rolton, and we're talking about sort of low-energy, low-carbon housing. So, so, you know, again, I think a massive opportunity missed there. Um, The new house building, yeah, okay, you you legislate for that, you do building regulations. Uh, You have to remember with the house builders that, you know, they will only really, for the most part, only build the absolute minimum or whatever the regulation is, okay? They will always complain and moan and their standard position would be, we can't do it, it's too expensive, and there'll be less houses being built and less in the market, and you're going to miss that target, Mr. Government, so you don't really want to make us do it, do you? Okay, yeah. So, so you just have to sort of get over, get over, get over, get over that bit as well. I mean, that's what killed off 2016's code for sustainable homes. I think there was a lot yes. of pushback from the industry. It probably was a bit ahead of its time, and I think the, the and again, I think the thing that absolutely stopped it was not having developed technical solutions at the time that really dealt with that top of the pyramid piece. If they'd have gone three, two, which they could have done, mm-hmm. right? Technology was there to do that at the time, but the one that should have absolutely monetized, monetized that back into the local authority to spend on, mm-hmm. they, they wouldn't have had the same pushback on it. Yeah, oh well, yeah. So yeah, we could have been in a different position. Yeah, yeah we could have been yeah. in a different position. Perhaps we need, I don't know, we need a rethink on the net zero in some way, um, I don't know. Because everyone's just going all electrification where they can. Mm. Um, mm. But for whole cities, that's problematic. That's problematic. Well, electrical, electrical load is, is, is a massive, massive, massive issue. Pretty much most places in the UK, you can't get I mean, we're doing developments now for clients in, in the southeast, and your grid connection now starts to come with a cap. So you apply for the grid, the grid offer. Mm-hmm. Grid offer will say, here's a grid offer, and the cap is bump. And then the client goes, oh my goodness me. Right, okay, and then it gets very gross. Right, okay, because it's probably not enough for actually what they want to build on that. So, so, so Rashton started effectively. Yes, in, in new, new developments. New developments, yeah. Okay. So data centres, for example, are high energy consumers. Well, they're, they're looking for other parts of the country now to go, mm-hmm. other locations. Right. They're, they're chasing the grid connections. Yes. You alluded to battery technologies in the yeah. next five years or so. Yes. What's, what's going to be the break? Is the breakthrough nearly there or is it still blue skies or where, where are we up to? So you've got different battery technology. I mean, all batteries not created equal, yeah. okay, the different chemistries. Uh-huh. Um, the stuff that's in um, sort of most electric vehicles is what they call an NMC as a battery, which is where nickels and your cobalt and things in, uh, which is relatively expensive. And the, the battery packs, the, the, the life of it is dictated by the number of recharge cycles it does. Okay? And you'll probably hear lots of stories about, you know, after so long an electric vehicle, it doesn't charge the same amount. And, you know, like the phone. Yeah, it's the same. It's exactly the same as the phone. Yeah, okay. Um, so uh, that's, that's kind of a limitation, right? But that technology is not really probably the way forward now on static storage. Static storage is moving towards a lithium phosphate, lithium phosphate battery, which has got a, it's cheaper to produce and also does a lot more recharge cycles. So a lot of the battery development work is going into um, batteries that are not the same as you would have in an EV. Mm-hmm. Okay, not in a road vehicle EV. Yeah, so yeah, uh, you know, uh, a sort of household EV. Um, trucks 
buses, commercial vehicles, lithium phosphate batteries, that's fine, the performance sort of suits them, but also that battery performance um, does a lot more recharge cycles, which of course then makes it better for static for static storage. And it's also a lot more stable as well, it's much more likely to have sort of you know, runaway lithium type incidents. Otherwise known as fires. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's called a runaway incident. <laughs> yeah. Well, once it starts, you ain't going to stop it. No. I mean, that's why if one does catch fire, the fire brigade just sort of stand around it and let it happen and then sort of tidy it up afterwards because they're not going to put it out, realistically. Yeah. That's why I assumed that happened in Luton. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, you know, moving forward, you know, battery technology is a big part of this. Mm -hmm. you know, and it will end up, I think, you know, it should certainly send up pretty much every home, every flat. You should have a battery ah. pack of some size or another, which is there by from the grid. Mm -hmm. uh, again, we talked about tariffs earlier, the ability to, you know, for energy companies to balance the grid by putting cheap electric into it on a tariff structure that works for the consumer. Yes. You know, you, you, know, you can imagine you could sign up to a, you know, let's call it the Big Brother tariff because they're going to turn things on and off, all right? But that Big Brother tariff might let them put power into your, into your battery packet at, at pennies mm -hmm. overnight or when they've got some excess. So a simple building regulation would say, yeah. should say all houses should have a Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, the capital cost bit, I mean, new, new builds easy, you know, ends up on the price of the house, ends yeah. up in the mortgage over the cost of the life of the building, not an issue. The challenge, of course, backwards existing built environments, you know, people struggling to pay the bills on a, on a weekly basis. It's got to come from the energy companies yeah. and it's got to be part of the standing charge, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, instead of these super profits, they could turn those super profits back up into putting that retrofitting back into people's properties. They can keep the ownership of it and yeah. keep responsibility yeah. Maintaining it as well, okay. But you know, if the consumer doesn't actually have to see the capex, they just have to see the benefits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we need new tariff structures to weigh some of these things. So we can, but if, if we had new batteries in every new house, would it be better to wait a little while till the better battery technology comes along, or is it coming no, back to lithium phosphate? Good enough. It goes to Germany. Solar's all all good batteries now. I think mm -hmm. pretty much every solar panel yes. goes on the roof. Is they have a battery pack to go with it. Then mm -hmm. I don't understand why a house doesn't have a for a certain yeah. kilowatt array of solar and a battery. Yes. I think on mass supply of housing development, I can't think that would mean they couldn't sell houses. In fact, it's quite attractive. It's not a technology that people think, I don't want it. Mm. It's a no, technology. I think that would be an easy, yeah. an easy building regulations change. Yes. In fact, people often say to me, why don't we have yeah. PV as a requirement? Yeah. You can't do any of this without going back and fixing built environment, existing built environment. Yes. That's the elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever this plan is, it's yeah. got your budget yeah. for that. So the right way to do it is monetize, monetize, you know, the, 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 the new buildings and the carbon on them and put that money back in to fix the existing because you'll get a you get a lot more bang for your buck. Peter, just uh, we heard just this morning actually that you quite like a classic car. <laughs> do, you, do you like a classic car? I like my cars. <laughs> like cars yeah. Just uh, John had a Morgan here. Yeah. Um, how many years ago did you oh, have a Morgan? Many, many years ago. Yeah. So I played out one episode, I found a Morgan engine. Do you have a classic car? Or is um, it? I have, I have, um, right. Well, at the moment, uh, yeah, I've actually just sold my classic car, actually. All right. right. Which was a 612 Scaglietti Ferrari. Scaglietti Ferrari. Wow. Can, we, can we find the engine noise? Oh, 
I'm sure you could. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, no, I've just, I've just, I've just sold. And I drive a, I've got a Porsche Taycan, which is my uh, day-to-day car. Oh, right. My electric car. Oh, okay. Nice. Yes. Quite fast, as I understand. It's phenomenal. <laughs> it well, oh yeah. Well, I mean, once you, I mean, once you've made the breakthrough, I've had a lot of fast cars over the over the years. Mm-hmm. Okay, but once you make the break into electric, uh-huh. that, that is, that is, it's the turbo S one, so it is phenomenal. Oh wow. And it's 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 it's, it's, it's all a different level, really. I think to anything else I've owned and driven. And in fact, I mean, the Ferrari was frankly a bit dull by comparison. <laughs> which is one of the reasons I also sold it because I never actually thought, you know what, this is just not as good as the electric. Yeah. Not as good in every respect. The Porsche was infinitely superior. Uh-huh. So, did you have a car when you were here as a student? I did. Did you? Where did you live? Around town? Uh, yeah, so sorry, it's a bit personal, but it's no, no, no. So I was in, I was in Claude, well, I was in Claude Gibb. Claude Gibb. Permanent heating on. Yeah, Claude Gibb was nice and nice and shiny. as was in its day. Now scheduled for demolition. I understand. Yeah, I was in the Claude Gibb self catering flats first year, with enjoying panoramic views of the flyover out the kitchen window. Yes, you did. Okay, shake hands with the passing motorists that was yes. so close um, and then I uh, had a bed sit out in uh, in Gosford we had some family friends they were one of those big three story places uh, eye surgeon they loads of, loads of big family yes. and I had, the, I had the loft I was the student in the loft this is classic my dad was big into Lancias so I had an old Lancia beta which was of course which would oh take because they were they yes. busted yes. away right? yes. but if you could find one that hadn't and didn't <laughs> but God, yes. you could pick them up for pennies so I had one of those parked in the street yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 the hill with it I had as well yeah. the hill with it the hill with it before that engine in the boot engine in the boot again again you know graduating there wasn't much happening jobs worth in the north east uh-huh. and I found my way down going down to Oscar Faber's as was in St Albans St Albans yeah and I was there uh, for about two and a half years I think I was at St Albans um, and then I worked for Swarthy Consultancy in uh, Cambridge area in St Neards did that for a couple of years and then I started on my own in 1989 right by the age of 27 Right，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不，不
lost his rag and threw me out on the spot. Did he? Which did to me the biggest favour to start the next day. Oh, yes. I didn't have to do it hadn't been noticed. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Four years salary? Yeah. Oh, you know, were you excited? Oh, sorry. I'm sure you were excited. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And did you take some people on to do it? Yeah, well, I mean, of course, that, then, then of course you have to start thinking about premises and stuff. Yeah. And stuff. I will tell you one other story, which is... Um, oh, please, yeah. Well, well, I'll hear one other one, because this one I'm guaranteed. So, um, on my CV, I was chairman of Gary Neville's testimonial committee. Oh, right. Because we did his, we did his, because um, I, I was doing my government work and he was advisory board, um, he went to have a zero carbon house built, which he never built in the end. Ah, the Teletubby house, it was very yes. unkindly named by the sun. Right. Okay. Um, Earth bonded, I think, is the correct architectural term, and that was designed by Ken Shuttleworth from Make Architects. Oh, yeah. And it was a replacement for the first house that Gary had, had built, which was a more traditional home, which he wasn't enamoured with having had it done. He felt it wasn't environmentally friendly, which it wasn't. It was far too big and not very family orientated when he was writing both of those. So he decided to have a much more friendly family home. And we did the we did the um, the work on that, and I was the, the energy and carbon expert they brought in because it was a PPS seven application, which is this sort of expert. And that was a, and that was a very interesting story. But I mean, he then turned around to me and said, "Would I be chairman of his testimonial committee because he wants the zero carbon testimonial?" Right. <laughs> Okay. I said, Gary, I'm not even a Man United fan. He said, exactly. He said, he says, you know, I don't want someone who's going to sell a limb or a child or something to do this job. I want someone who's going to do it. And did you do it? Yeah, I did, I did, yeah, I did, yeah. And we had, we had all sorts of fun and games. I mean, including we had David Beckham come and play in the match. We had Juventus. I mean, yeah. one of the things was you have to hire, as chairman of the committee, you have to hire Old Trafford. Right. And sign for it personally. <laughs> <laughs> and then deal with David Beckham's agent to make sure he's going to turn up. So can you give us an example of something that was that Zero Carbon made you do? Well, we did it. We got, we, in the end, what we did is we got um, uh, our Mitsubishi um, body made the money up for heat pumps, not for heat pumps, for solar panels, which then got donated. Okay. Ah, very good. And uh, they sponsored it. And... Um, so Delvin's company, uh, they, they did the uh, power for it. Okay? Right. And I think Delvin's brought his football team, Forest Green Rovers, up and they did a penalty shoot out at North oh. So that, that was how we did it in the end. We did it between those two. Great. Yeah. Well, good. Thanks for uh, coming on. It's been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Scott's my exec. I mean, one of the things that, again, again I'm very passionate about sort of you know, training the next generation. So. So uh, I have a, my, my wife's idea actually, she said, you know, you should have an executive who, you know, basically organises you. <laughs> right, yeah. Yes. As you say, make sure you have a graduate. Uh, right, yes. so you're the second exec I've had. Yeah. Yes. And uh, she's got, got a BSc on in business and economics. And, and this has been incredibly well organised, so thank you for oh, keeping yes. in touch. Yeah, well, you know, well, it, it, it really worked. Amazing. John Peter was... Uh, very interesting. He was, yeah. was wide-ranging. Wide-ranging. And I, I think the other thing was he's got this kind of strategic high-level overview of what's going on, which people yeah, that's like very me at the cold face. Yeah, in terms of the wood for the trees. And, you know, he did remember his project. Yes. He remembered in yes. some detail. We should have gone on to the field trip as well. I think. Just <laughs> 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 we'll meet Peter again. We might talk about it. Yes. Field, field trip confessions to go with field a project yes. worthiness. <laughs> And that car, can we hunt down that car engine sound? Oh, Ferrari Scaglietti. The Ferrari Scaglietti. Yes, I'll see if I can find one of those. Okay.
Okay. But of course, if we get the Porsche take on, that would just be, um. Yeah, it's not quite the same. Do you want to do that again? What was it again? Mm. Oh, people will not be able to tell between your humming and the real thing. <laughs> well, oh, good look at it. very good. And we managed to get a couple of episodes out of here. Yes, he was so very generous with his time, wasn't he? Yeah. We just rambled on. And again, across a lot of different issues in terms of technologies. I'm, I'm quite fascinated by this whole battery stuff in yes. terms of what's going on. So clearly there's a there's a breakthrough to be made about batteries. Wow, very good. Well, on the horizon. On to our next person then, shall we? Uh, we'll have a think about who to go and talk about next. Uh, um, okay. What about this Kevin? This Kevin. Kevin, Tur- Kevin Turnbull. Well, Kevin's retiring, isn't he? Exactly. He'll have time on his hands. So, well, he's on holiday this week, apparently. <laughs> but we'll try him next week, yes. Now, we have managed to uh, track down a Fiat Scaglietti and a Porsche Taycan, so... Here they are, I'm sure you can tell which is which. Technology allows you to know where we're being listened to. Yes, I have look and, and, and we are in double figures then. We're in double figures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, the listener. Yes. That's very good. But I noticed there is the old listener from overseas. Yes. And we're not sure who they are. Well, so we're big in Belgium. Big in Belgium, yes, yes. yes. It's a bit of Canada, a bit of America. Yeah, USA. Uh, yeah. So it would be nice if people get in touch with us. Yes, send, it, us, send us a note. Send us a note. We probably know them. How, how do we send uh, On LinkedIn? That would be good. LinkedIn, we're both on LinkedIn. Yes, or, or we could reply to the Instagram. By the Instagram? Yes, yes. yes, the Instagram with the pictures of stuff. We didn't take, forgot to take a picture of Peter. Oh, I forgot to take a picture of Peter. <sighs> we do have a picture he's going to send her one of Peter oh, yes. from 1985. Right, that'll do. That one. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> And, and anyhow, anybody who's not overseas listening, yes. um, of course, we're, we're happy to hear from you as well. Oh, By yes, the way, yes. we weren't closing, oh, no, no. closing no. that UK listener out. Yes. Okay. Oh, well. Be good. Good. Mm-hmm.